I'm Derek Thompson, the host of the podcast, Plain English. We tackle technology, politics, culture, history, everything that's happening in the world and why it matters. New episodes of Plain English drop every Tuesday and Friday on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real, hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hello and welcome to Pop Culture History Lesson. My name is Amelia Wedemeyer and today I'm joined by Jody Walker. And you guys, we're doing it. We're talking about the swinging Mormon moms of TikTok. <laughs> what a title, the swinging Mormon moms of TikTok. I want to be extremely clear as we go into this uh, that I am a millennial. And so I did find out about this TikTok drama on Twitter, as all millennials consume sure. TikTok. Of course. Um, so I am coming at it from that angle. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited and scared to discuss the swinging TikTok moms of Utah. Uh, of Utah. Yes, exactly. I know. It's um I first heard about it someone texted me and I was like, "What?" And and then deeper and deeper I went into this hole of what they're called mom talk, I guess. Uh not mom talk like the little vacation area in New York, but mom And also talk. not more mom talk, which not I think is talk. an extremely like an extreme missed opportunity and it's also quite generalizing to call this very small group of, you know, the Church of Latter-day Saints moms mom talk. Like, it just feels like it needs to be a little more specific. And more mom talk is right there in front of them. It, but, you know what? You, that is a great point. You know, I do think I'm coming at them with this idea at the exact wrong time because they seem to have fallen apart in the last couple of days. They really have. Um, this kind of blew up uh, over the weekend, uh, within the past week. And what we're talking about, if you don't know already, is one of the popular mom talk uh, personalities. Again, this is like a group of Mormon young moms. She's like 28 uh, from Utah. Her name is Taylor Frankie Paul, which is, I just, that's a great name. Um, a hell of a name. It, a hell it, it of really, a TikTok name. It, yes, it's the 
The Frankie perfect- as a middle name, a oh, nickname my- as a middle name is such a power move. <laughs> it is. No, it is. And the fact that she's like using it in the whole entire name is really great too. Um, but anyway, so she <laughs> recently revealed that she participated in soft swinging, which she describes as pretty much like an open relationship and where you do everything but penetration. Um, and the their partner must be present during the soft swinging. Um, and but she also alluded it was really she she was kind of like vague and contradicting herself because I watch this is really embarrassing, but I watched the entire live that she had. Did you watch it in the moment, Amelia? No, 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 no. Oh my god, oh, I wish. Wow. No, I, I wish like, it was on. It's on YouTube now. You were there for the moon landing. <laughs> oh I mean, like I can't even imagine having watched this oh my, live. Could you believe? I no, I wish, but it was no. It's on uh YouTube. You can readily find it on YouTube. It's like thirty minutes long, and this is. She went live and she revealed everything. And um, she says usually it was only like making out between uh, different partners while the other her, you know, husband was there. But anyway, she revealed in this TikTok live that she, quote, messed up and, quote, stepped out of the agreement. But sh- uh, which she revealed was uh happened at a they were in the mountains somewhere and she and one of the other mom talk husbands ended up hooking up and she implied that they had sex after they both had been drinking they went off and they had sex without letting their partners know and so she also revealed to us that because of this because of this little situation that happened her and her husband whose name is tate paul which is, that's another great name, um, are getting divorced, as well as she implied uh, the other couple are also getting divorced. And then there's also another couple getting divorced within the mom talk group, but it has nothing to do with uh, the scandal that is currently unfolding. So that's kind of where we are right now. Right. So this young woman, uh, Taylor Frankie Paul, has really just taken a big ol' axe to the mom talk community. These um, women who we will get into detail of sort of breaking down the core mom talkers have been out here on the TikTok streets um, already causing kind of a ruckus because most of them in the mom talk community identify as Mormon. Um, And they act and operate in such a way that would not always indicate that they were participants in the Church of the Latter-day Saints if you did not otherwise know that they say that they were Mormon, that they were raised Mormon. They, especially Taylor Frankie Paul, who is our main character and does suffer from main character syndrome, so bear that in mind. So true. (laughs) If you look at her TikTok, which I have extensively sifted through, she is, she's displaying main characters, like you said, syndrome. Every single, every single TikTok. Yeah, it's amazing. And if you, like us, go down this rabbit hole and also go down her entire TikTok, watch all of these videos as things really start to uh, go to shreds in the mom talk community, you will become intimately familiar with her thigh gap, intimately familiar with her six pack, intimately familiar with her sternum because she wears (laughs) very little clothing. She looks 
She's Amazing. like a size zero. Yeah, she's super, super teeny. I, she's she's the definition of the word hot, I would say. Like, she doesn't always... I, I, I don't always understand what she's wearing, how she's doing her hair, but she always looks hot. And that is the goal. And that is the goal of a lot of these mom talkers. I don't want to generalize, but especially of the ones that Taylor Frankie Paul hangs out with and the ones who are ultimately being taken down with her as she spreads this story that they are all swingers. If you were listening to Amelia's description of Taylor Frankie Paul's uh, 30-minute long live, you may have noticed that a lot of the details are pretty vague. And that is because she was very vague, which she says is because she's not naming names, but ultimately means that she's kind of opening up the door for us to assume that any of these people that she's been making videos with for the last few years could be the people who are swingers, excuse me, soft swingers. And Amelia, I do want to say I was thrilled that you were forced to um, define soft swingers because I believe the last time we did a pop culture history lesson, I had to define cucking to you. Right. And I will yes. be asking you to get into more detail of what soft sure. swinging means vis-a-vis -vis <laughs> penetration uh, as, as we move on. So <laughs> sounds great. It's what I deserve. So yeah. <laughs> Amelia, what's your understanding of the other key players in this mom talk, Mormon mom talk drama? Yes. Um, so like like you said, she left it very vague. Um, and she even said, you can do the research. You can find out who I'm referring to. Uh, it's not that hard. So the internet sleuths have already, they found a guy and they're like, it's got to be him. So they're referring to a guy, um, and this is all alleged, but the internet people are saying that it is a man named Braden Rowley. And they think that he hooked up with Taylor Frankie Paul during this little Mormon getaway. And uh, he has a wife and her name is McKenna and she goes by Kenna Rowley. And uh, actually another member of the Mom Talk group Victoria confirmed in a comment on TikTok because everything is going down on TikTok. They're literally they're flooding each other's TikToks with comments. They're flooding like um, influencer other like gossip influencer channels with uh, comments. They're confirming things or not confirming things. And this um, other mom talker uh, influencer, Victoria, said that, quote, yes, Kenna and her husband are getting a divorce. Um, they're getting divorced. And I just want to shout out to at Gossiping Viv's TikTok because she has all the updates. They're all commenting on her stuff. Yeah, she was getting the tea. She really like, was. And I think I heard her describe herself in one of her videos as sort of a smaller drama TikTok account as opposed to some of the bigger drama, drama TikTok accounts. And like, she was first on the scene, investigative journalism. So then like all of these mom talkers are coming to her account, including Taylor Frankie Paul, to like either refute or agree to the things she said. It's so messy. It is so, so messy. messy. And there is like the OG3 and this People have been writing about it on Reddit. Uh, I think there was, uh, I think either you or uh, producer Devin sent a really great little diagram that was uh, the OG3 of Mom Talk, which includes uh, Taylor Frankie Paul, as well as a woman named Miranda. Her last name is Horter, Mick Horter. That's right. 
McHorter is her last name, as well as uh, another woman named Camille Monday. And they were kind of in this group together before they were making TikToks. There's a whole thing. I mean, it should also be noted that Taylor Frankie Paul is a bit of a troll because there's this whole uh, part of her TikTok where she plays up this joke, but she never acknowledges that it's a joke that uh, Miranda and Camille are her twin daughters and that she's actually 50 years old. And that's just Amelia, one of the trolls. It shouldn't just be noted that Taylor Frankie Paul is a troll. Like, it, it should be broken down <laughs> for upwards of an hour. We simply don't have the time to talk about what this woman is up to on her TikTok. It's an extremely weird vibe, and it gives a totally different lens at which to look at how she has brought this information to us and the way that we should receive it. Almost all of her videos are approached with this tone that like maybe it's real and maybe it's a joke. And even the general tone of she and especially the other two, Camille and Miranda, that that you just listed, it's like oh, we're so hot and we're Mormon. Can you believe it? And it's like, should you believe it? Are they? You just never really know what to believe. In addition to, at times, claiming that she's 50 years old when she's actually 28 um, and claiming that she is the mother of Camille and Miranda, which would make her the grandmother of her children. She also has an ongoing bit where she posts videos that make it seem like her house is haunted. Yes. And you guys, this house was like built in 2024. <laughs> I mean, it is like the most McMansion-y new build you have. Like they haven't taken the shrink wrap off the marble countertop. Like the farm sink That's isn't even so in. T- it is so brand new that it's obvious that she's... It looks like I, a model I, I hesitate, home. I hesitate to call these jokes what they really feel like are lies. Well, I mean, definitely. You know, because I mean, it's they're hard to they're hard to figure out and they're hard to suss out. And as time progressed, she went from saying that she was a grandmother to saying that her house was haunted to saying that she was in an open relationship and that she and her husband sleep in different bedrooms. And right. those ideas were received with the same sort of like tongue in cheek: is she or isn't she telling the truth? As the previous joking TikToks. And now we're, we're, you know, I personally, yeah, I'm thinking a lot about these lines and how this uh, triple named woman presents information on TikTok. It should also be noted that there are several TikToks that I have watched, so I can verify, where she alludes to her husband and her being twins and like being related and then does this thing where she's like really close to the husband's face. Like, like they're going to make out and she's like, oh, siblings don't do this. And you're like, what is going on? What is Especially because that one is incredibly believable. They, they look, look exactly alike. Look it's so, so much alike. It's so alarming. And her husband looks a little bit like is it Stefan from the Vampire Diaries? Oh Just my God. Just a little bit. I don't want to give him that much credit. Yeah. And so she also has this ongoing thing with her like baby. I mean, he is maybe too, where she uh, calls him maybe. little Stefan from the Vampire yes. Diaries. 
who she's clearly attracted to. And I just, I don't like the bit. I don't like a lot of her bits. (laughs) I don't like a lot of her bits too. She also, I saw a video uh, of the one-year-old son that he's, he's like one or two and he's like drinking Mountain Dew. So she lets her kids drink Mountain Dew. And it's just like, who, why? What? It's he I, is he is adorable, but for the record, cute, he yeah. doesn't look that much like Stefan from the Vampire Diaries. No, I mean he looks like any old kid that you'd find at a preschool, you know. And um, <laughs> he looks like a cute baby. He right. looks like a cute, dark-headed baby who also has the exact same face as his parents, who are ideally not siblings. Exactly. It also should be noted that the kids' names are Indian Ocean, which is just which, if you say them quick enough, sounds <laughs> like Indian Ocean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought the same exact thing. Um, so, yeah. So that's what we're kind of dealing with here. And um, honestly, like you said, it is, it's interesting to look at this whole TikToker drama um, between the moms and her revealing like, oh, I'm actually not close to these people. And, you know, everything isn't as it seems when we're all doing our little dances with each other. And, uh, but it's like, are you, What's the truth here? What is the truth? It's like the Oprah gift where she goes, what is the truth? Because I want to know what is going on. And people are saying, you know, she's lying. But other people are saying, I don't think that's true. It seems like these people are really getting divorced. So it's been really kind of hard to suss out everything. Yeah. And I think, you know, that brings brings us to sort of breaking down and looking a little further into what makes this so interesting because it has really taken TikTok by storm. Not only are her videos, and and we should say that the way that Taylor Frankie Paul kind of broke this news is that she posted on Instagram stories that she and her husband were getting a divorce. And then she started posting these sort of cryptic TikToks on her TikTok account about being a single mom and moving and that her life was falling apart. And once again, they're all these sort of... They have all the markings of a sad TikTok, but they're also kind of tongue-in-cheek. Um, and, you know, she's wearing, like, her cutest rolled gray sweatpants and her, like, Crop most top. cropped band yep. tee of a band she's, like, probably never technically listened to. Um, so, so people had already sort of noticed that maybe something was up. Uh, she hadn't posted a video with her mom talk friends since... April. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um if you if you look at her TikTok and I believe the last one that she had posted was kind of a joke implication that she was sister wives with all of the mom talk and that's community another, yeah. to one husband. So she makes a lot of joking TikToks about that, which is another thing that is, I would say, kind of questionable as the Church of Latter-day Saints has really tried to get away from the idea of uh, polygamy and sister wives being a part of the more like mainstream church. Um And so then she was mostly just posting videos of herself, sometimes of herself and her sister, who's also her nanny. Um, And then last Friday is when everything kind of blew up. She makes a post to her Instagram story. Then she starts posting those TikToks. And then um, the the sleuths get going, the Reddit sleuths get going and start like just thinking, okay, there's got to be a cheating scandal here. All of these videos of her with her friends and her with her friends and her her friend's husbands 
they're kind of sexual in nature. Sometimes they're like standing really close to each other and they make jokes about swinging or we thought they were jokes. Again, it's it's always hard to know with her. And so like the rumor mill kind of starts going and then she makes that live TikTok live stream that Amelia broke down earlier where she says that they were soft swingers which again, soft swinging is apparently... And I think that we should kind of like within the realm of ethical non-monogamy define what swinging is, which is generally with a pair or a series of committed couples who then trade around spouses to whatever degree. So it's not just your... uh, Not that there's any sort of average open relationship, but it's not... It's not an open relationship where you're going out to bars and and meeting someone individually. It's usually where you're swinging around with couples. And then in her live stream, she further breaks down that for them, it means two things. One, that the other partner is always present. So so awkward. Her husband should have always been present for any of her swinging, soft swinging. And also that they are not having what I will call penetrative sex, because I think many things can be sex. Uh, and it's it's quite heteronormative to only call, you know, P and V sex, sex. Sure. And so, um, so she says that. And she also just, but then she doesn't break it down much further than that. She, she kind of doesn't give us more of the salacious details that we would she want. She really doesn't. What she says repeatedly is make out, which is yes. so gross. <laughs> like, ma'am, you are, even though you're not 50, you are 28. And like, oh my goodness. I mean, I, th- I think everyone kind of can't help but have the reaction of like, oh, what's the point? <laughs> like, right, she exactly. Says, she says in that first live stream, she's like, um, Tate, who is her husband, has made out with um, mo- several of the wives <laughs> yeah. and I have made out with all of the husbands. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, like a competition. Okay, yeah. and you signed a contract for that? Like, why? But I more than likely, more of that was going on um, because... You know, there are a lot of sexual rules in the uh, Mormon faith, and there are a lot of rumors about what those sexual rules push people into doing, including the rules that many young people participate in something. Can I go here? (laughs) I say, why not? Amelia, I'm going to go there, including Please. that some people, young people or or married people participate mm-hmm. in a practice called soaking. I learned that is... to the... <laughs> recently, too. Yes. I have known this word for a long time. Oh, and it, wow. is ups- okay. it is more and more upsetting every time I hear it, let alone describe it on a podcast. I know. I uh... have to Google this on my work computer. <laughs> How do you think I feel? Yeah. Amelia, you didn't have okay, to that's Google true. it that's on true. your work computer. <laughs> it should also be noted that I've sent Jody a couple NSFW uh, links lately related Twice to work. Twice in one day, yeah. Amelia had to say to me the phrase, oops, sorry for the NSFW link <laughs> on, again, our work our work laptops and slacks and phones. We'll get into that later. But here we are. This this is simply journalism, what we're serving to you here. Listen, Um, 
so yeah, soaking is the act of a man entering a woman and not thrusting because somehow that is what defines sex. So who knows? Right. It's a loophole. If the swinging, <laughs> it is a loophole. Who knows if the swinging mom talkers were soaking? But if you're reading between the lines, what uh, Taylor Frankie Paul says that she does is she gets too drunk at one of these swinging parties and she goes into a room with a man who is in the swinging group, but they don't bring their partners and they take it too far. Who knows if that means they have sex? Who knows what that means? But it's ultimately leading to her divorcing with her husband. And that is where the rumor mill goes <laughs> wild. Yeah. <laughs> that it's true. is where uh, all of the other mom talkers start coming in to clear their names, to right. de- demand that Taylor Frankie Paul clear their names. Right. So, Amelia, what do you think about her doing this? I, I just, she strikes me, I, like you said, she's got main character syndrome. She strikes me as someone who loves attention. Like I said, I've I, this is embarrassing, but I've spent hours within the last day looking at this all of her TikToks. And she just seems to be the type of person who likes attention. Doesn't really matter if it's negative or positive. Like recently, she put up uh, her latest TikTok was on some lip sync of her being like, yeah, I'm the villain. You know, she's really leaning hard into all she's of this. She's really bad at lip syncing, which is she's crazy horrible. because it's like the whole point of TikTok. <laughs> I, I, okay, I'm glad you felt it's the like same way. It's like wonderful to watch her because of the way that she looks, but so bad with the audio. Because really it's bad. So <laughs> it's so off. No, totally. I'm really happy that you uh, feel the same way because I, I that was one of my main complaints was that, can you at least just get the, the voice matching correctly? And she can't even do that. But um, I think she's reveling in this attention. Um, and <laughs> I mean... But at the same time, I I also think I, I I guess you know what I do I do believe this is real, and I don't know if I just want to believe that it's real. But I also feel like why would you ever want anything like that to come out? But Amelia, you just said it. She likes the negative attention as much as she likes the positive attention. And I'm not like, I'm not totally putting on my tinfoil hat here. I'm not, I think that parts of this are true and parts of this aren't true. Like if we, if I have anything to go on from her like previous behavior and her previous TikToks, it's that all of this couldn't possibly be true. Right. Because she that that's part of her thing like she's a troll she has bits i guess what is most difficult to wrap your head around is the way that she has brought this entire friend group down well, see, with her exactly i feel like there would be more like she's a liar she's she's crazy she's just making this up for a clout but it's really just people kind of denying their involvement into the whole situation Well, I mean, I think that brings us to the Mormon aspect of it, which is that these women, and unfortunately, hardly these men, it it, it really does come down to the women who are the ones with the more popular TikTok accounts. They have to think about how they're being considered in the church what this means for their families. Because in the past, infidelity, 
open infidelity or infidelity that is discovered could be like an immediate excommunication from the Mormon church, which would have extreme ramifications on these women who were raised in Mormon families. Um, And I just kept thinking about that in watching her live stream because this has such such implications, such ramifications. And she could have very well gotten divorced from her husband for this reason without ever talking about it. Well, that's a good point. (laughs) I I just think, but here, I just, I would like to know, I mean, it's not like I don't believe that she um, isn't a Mormon. I mean, I, I believe she's a Mormon, but I was watching this other TikTok of this one Mormon woman and she was, she made some good points. She was like, you know, Mormons aren't allowed to drink. So I don't know why they're out here getting belligerent and then hooking up with each other. She also said, you know, the whole, um, the way uh, in which Taylor Frankie Paul, she looks great, but you know, she's wearing, like you said, she's wearing the crop top. She's wearing these tiny little booty shorts. There, This woman showed uh, to, you know, everyone on TikTok, this whole, um, thing from like the Mormon Bible or something being like, this is what you can't wear if you are a practicing Mormon. And it was like anything that would, uh, you know, bring any sexual urges into it. And I would assume that crop tops and, you know, tight fitting booty shorts, probably that's probably breaking some Mormon laws. Well, and in addition to introducing Amelia to the concept of of soaking, which I'm just, you know, thrilled Thank to you. know how I've expanded your vocabulary, I, Amelia. Truly. I also introduce you to the concept of what might colloquially be called Mormon underwear, but is in right. fact called temple garments. And a lot of people have been wondering how Taylor Frankie Paul could possibly fit yes. her temple garments under That's a her. Great question. Itty bitty ribbed rompers. We actually do have an answer to that, which oh, is okay. that in order to receive your temple garments in the Church of Latter day Saints, um, you have to go through certain processes where you make oh, certain commitments. And one of those it. processes would be getting married in the Mormon temple or perhaps going on a Mormon mission. Mm. And Frankie Taylor Paul, by all seeable accounts was Mm -hmm. not married in the Mormon temple. She has not had her marriage sealed. And so she would not um, have temple garments. I don't know about the other mom talkers. Someone else brought up, I think they brought it up, uh, either Camille or Kenna. They said that they were like, oh, I saw pictures of her wedding and she was clearly not married in the Mormon church. So these mom talkers they're, they may be Mormon, but it doesn't seem like they're really the practicing type of Mormon. So I feel like we're we're being a little lied to once again. Well, I think that the reason, you know, we, we started to get into why are people so interested in this? And yeah. people have been interested in the Mormon religion yes. forever, for as long as it has existed. And (laughs) it probably is important to clarify in this conversation that there is a difference between the Latter-day Saints faith and Mormon culture. Those two things often overlap. They often influence each other, but they are not always the same thing. And so what I think we see with a lot of these mom talkers is them participating in Mormon culture 
because of where they live, because of how they were raised, because of their histories and their origins, their upbringings, and sometimes their beliefs. But, you know, we have Lisa Barlow of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City to thank for the phrase Mormon 2.0 being introduced to the culture at large. And, like, I, I feel like Lisa Barlow actually is the prototype for these women. If she was 15 or 20 years younger, she would be a mom talker. And you might be thinking, here we are on pop culture history lesson, discussing something that literally happened five days ago. This is not pop culture current events, but there is a historical element to this, which comes in with the sort of social media of it all. And Taylor Frankie Paul is simply at the end of a long line of Mormon women who live their lives on social media. And it comes from even before the internet. The the Latter-day Saints and the Mormon culture are notorious historians. They document everything. And And those books... Those books, there are documentaries about it. I just read a New Yorker article about the Mormon documentation of genealogy that I would highly recommend. Okay. Um, Oh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, this is... And, and like, that was in the last... Or, or, you know, a few issues ago Mm -hmm. of The New Yorker. Like, this is something that is in the zeitgeist constantly. And that element of extreme documentation and, like, extreme flooding of the zeitgeist creates this fascination where we're constantly being exposed to Mormonism as non-Mormons while also not understanding it at all. And so there's this sort of (laughs) mystique to it. There's an extreme mystique to it, to to the temple garments, to the rules and how sometimes the rules are followed and sometimes they're not because to us, they seem very extreme. There's there's a lot of sort of secrecy around some of these things that has been sort of the veil's been lifted up a bit in the last few decades. But I think that's what makes us so fascinated by Mormon culture. And then the other side of it is that documentation. There's a long history of Mormons. Yeah. Right, right. Definitely the gold plates going way back. I've seen the South Park episode and I highly recommend. Right. Yeah. There's and I mean there, yeah, there's comedy around how mm-hmm. odd and mysterious Mormonism. Right. I mean, the <laughs> right. Book of Mormon has run on Broadway forever. It and won a bunch of Tonys. Yeah. Y- you know, if you I mean, but Andrew Rannells did not get a Tony Forever Robbed. And if you have not watched Andrew Rannells Tony performance uh from the Book of Mormon, I I simply can't recommend it strongly enough. Please know that a million of those views are mine. Um <laughs> But it's funny to think about that the gold plates and the mystique of Mormonism has continued to trickle down through the centuries, through the decades into what has basically become mommy bloggers, or at least in the the late aughts were mommy bloggers. There's also an article uh, right here on TheRinger.com by our colleague Katie Baker um, that that came out around the debut of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City that really breaks down the cycle of mommy blogging and how that then turned into Mormon Instagram influencers, which we've now seen turn into Mormon TikTokers 
And here we have arrived at Taylor, <laughs> Frankie. No, Taylor, Frankie, Frankie Paul. Yes. Every time I it's say hard. any of it's these hard. women's names or any of their children's names, I think of that um, meme of that woman with the chalkboard <gasps> deciding on yes. her baby's name. And like it's Lakin, like, McKinley. Lakely, yes. Blinley. And That's they're just great. like wise everywhere. <laughs> there are so many wise yes. in all of these names. <laughs> That's so funny. It's so true. Yeah, no, I think you bring up a really good point. I also think that people get, you know, regular Latter-day Saints Mormons confused with the fundal fundamentalist ones with, like, you know, the Warren Jeffs, the polygamists, which is they're the radical polygamist sect. And I think people confuse the two a lot, even though they are different. And there's like, against a scandal with that as well. And people find, you know, polygamy. And um, unfortunately, Mormons, you know, used, I don't, today, I don't think they really do polygamy unless they're with like certain sects of Mormonism. Well, but, certainly not the mainstream Church of Latter-day Saints, right. which is what makes it so interesting that Taylor is joking about sister wives yeah. on her page and <laughs> seem to have been joking about an open marriage, which, you know, we should be clear is is not a bad thing. Like no. ethical non-monogamy is uh, is something that people practice. They practice right. successfully. And even if it's not successful, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. <laughs> exactly. But do whatever makes there you happy. Is this like long-standing um, sort of idea with Mormon influencers on social media and that they portray these perfect family mm -hmm. lives. They have these like idyllic homes and they're like gorgeous children. long hair. Yep. There's a look. You can always, you can always tell mm -hmm. when you've started to follow someone on Instagram or someone started to pop up on your TikTok and you're like, oh, I like to look at their content. And then you're like, wait a second. <laughs> Did their geotag say Utah? Wait a second. <laughs> Are those mountains? Wait a second. Is that a big gulp? And <laughs> oh and my gosh. So, yeah. Like Taylor Frankie Paul is now a participant in a long history of people who have portrayed this perfect sort of healthy, fit, highlighted, waxed, you know, plumped lips, everything sort of life. And then just like taking a weed whacker to it and sort of exposed that it's not so perfect. I guess I wish and we'll see in the coming weeks and months, as I'm sure this will continue to be a big deal. But I would like to see that be a bigger part of it is like this sort of exposure that like this wasn't perfect. It wasn't totally. what it seemed like. And I feel like she is kind of leaning into that. And do you? I do. But however, okay. I was on the Reddit. I was on the Mom Talk Reddit. Yeah. Um, and they posted famous last words. It. I know. Oh my God. Yeah. Five hours later. Um, she posted uh hours ago that she um she said, after talking with my legal team, and this is all on her Instagram stories, um, I have I have all rights to share my story if wanted. However, I feel that I shared a part and will not be sharing anything else from here on out. Do we believe that this is the end of her 
I'm looking at your face right now. And it no, the answer. <laughs> I no. do believe that her legal team advised her about sure. that because like, absolutely. She is treading in very tricky waters of saying, all you have to do is look at my TikTok to figure out who I'm talking about. And she said so many different things on these live streams. She said that like, that yes, the mom talk community or the mom talk group that you see on TikTok is part of the soft swingers. Then she comes back and says that like 98% of the mom talkers are not. Well, there are only like 15 mom talkers. Right, so at most, at most. How yeah. do these, yeah, at, at most, like in their biggest joking about sister wives uh, videos. So, so how are we sort, sort of supposed to sort through those things? And we're definitely going to try to, and we have been trying to, but as someone who heard that, like there aren't, um, or or that there are definitely mom talkers involved and all you have to do is look to see who I hang out with. Okay, well, then I go look and I'm like, <laughs> right. it could be any of those people. And most right. especially, you would assume that it's Camille or Miranda. And those are the ones that she has specifically cleared. She right. cleared Camille right away in her first live streams. <laughs> that they didn't involve Camille and her husband in the soft swinging because they bring too much drama, which is really that funny. killed me. Considering who it's coming from. I was like, wow. <laughs> like, oh, maybe they should have been even a little more discretionary about who they included. Taylor. Uh, and, then, and then it seems like Miranda more or less forced her to clear her and her husband's names as they were starting to be thrown around as perhaps Miranda's husband is who Taylor went too far with. So these are like, I mean, people's names are getting are dragged through the mud. Out. And yeah, like, totally. I have to assume that part of the ethical of ethical non-monogamy is like not exposing other people. Right, like discretion people. <laughs> I just <laughs> And to be fair, she has never defined it in that way or said that she was ethical. But... That's true. That's a good point. You but, would hope. And it's weird because I feel like, so we're getting this this side of the Mormon mom talk that, you know, we didn't think, we didn't know about. We were like, oh, this is a lot more juicy and scandalous than we had thought. And so then now there are more people throwing out other little tidbits. Like I have seen photos of this, this is this is for the listener one of the NSFW things that Amelia sent true. me. Yes, the other was a photo that Lisa Rinna posted of herself. But that that is for another podcast. Listen to um Morally Corrupt on Fridays. Thank you. Okay. That's right. Um but it was a photo of what appears to be Miranda McCorter, one of the OG3 and Taylor Frankie Paul posing seductively with their butts out. There's also maybe a photo of them making out. And people are now saying that Miranda allegedly runs an OnlyFans account. Which is like, what? How did... Okay, so I don't think from... they had time in the 1800s to get that <laughs> into the Mormon doctrine, but I have to yeah. assume that if it was written now, no OnlyFans would be oh, a right. Mormon no-no for sure. Exactly. And what's interesting, so the people, the people on Reddit, I mean, honestly, the FBI needs to hire some of these people because they found this... I don't know how they do it. Yeah, this like dark OnlyFans. And, but they, and so I guess someone had 
subscribed or something. And they said they've seen the photos. And they even said that the photos, these alleged photos, aren't even um, compared to what is usually on OnlyFans. They're pretty tame, but I guess they're a little sexy for Mormons. They are hard to find, though, because really hard uh, to find. Speaking of no nos, like posting anything from OnlyFans outside of OnlyFans is extremely against the rules. So Mm -hmm. any proof of this keeps getting and and I don't really advise that you like seek it out. I mean, that is the point of OnlyFans. But if, say, you were an investigative journalist who was trying to seek it out, even though your colleague had already sent it to you on your professional Slack and you lost the link, then you you might find that it's hard to come by because they keep getting removed from Reddit and TikTok and the places because they're not allowed to be posted. But Miranda has gone on to say that, like, those pictures are from a bachelorette from before any of them even had children and that that's not her only fans. But some of that stuff is like pretty refutable because it's extremely the the process of making an only fans is pretty rigorous. You have to give like multiple ty- kinds of like government ID. They're verifying that it's you for, you know, obvious uh, and important safety reasons. And it is under her name as far as you can tell from the extremely elusive screenshots. Right. And honestly, I want to shout out the the YouTube fan uh, channel that I found this on. It was uh, some guy who talked for like an an hour and a half about this. Uh, It's called the Dad Challenge Podcast. He had the photos. So thank you, the Dad Challenge Podcast. I, I appreciate what you do. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, 
view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Well, Amelia, where do you stand on Taylor Frankie Paul's exposure of the Mormon <laughs> TikTok swinging community? You know, do I you want it... more info? Is yeah. it too much? No, you know what? She seems messy, but I'm here for it because I need kind of fun drama. You know, I feel like there's been a lot of kind of darker drama happening these past few uh, weeks, months. And this is kind of I wouldn't say it's it's totally, you know, um, devoid Scott, of darkness. <laughs> right. Exactly. There is some there because, you know, obviously I feel bad for people who don't want to be involved in all this. However, you know, Frankie seems Frankie. Oh, my God. Taylor Frankie Taylor Paul. Taylor Frankie Paul. Oh, my God. Seems really ready and willing to spill the tea. And she has a lot of it. And I'm kind of like, OK, I feel like you're giving us half the story and we deserve to have a little a little more of the story, you know, or I don't know if this was like a tryout for Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Like, does Andy Cohen know about this woman? What's going on? You know what I mean? I think that this is like messier than... The, well, I was going to say messier than the Housewives can ha can handle. You know, we're mostly dabbling in true crime these days over on the Housewives. That's, <laughs> That's like where point. people are making their messes is legally. And, yeah. and, and I guess we could stand to get more back into the personal drama, the cheating on spouses, the exposure. Um, I think she's a little young for Housewives of Salt Lake City, but they're going to have true. to do some some new casting over there. And maybe that's what she is doing. I don't know. I think like her extreme willingness to blow up her life is unbelievable. Because even if some of... <laughs> even if some of this is a trick, even if some of it is like some of these other gals are in on it, it's still so disruptive. I guess I just like, I just have this feeling that in a few months or one month or two weeks, she's going to come back and say that they're not getting a divorce. Really? I mean, but there's a video. I've seen the video of her cleaning out her place. They listed it. Someone, I think Viv, gossiping Viv, posted a screenshot of the... I did see the... that they listed it, but yeah. like putting my tinfoil hat back on, what if they're just getting a bigger McMansion? That's true. And also, I think her mom is the the realtor. Or her someone's mom is the realtor. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> I just... I don't... Man... <laughs> It's, I just, I, just, I don't know if I have the literal time to be able to keep up with this. It I is, know. It is a full-time job to follow this drama for our full-time jobs. It's, <laughs> Luckily, it's true. we've been given the latitude to do so. And but honestly, I don't know how the people on Reddit do it. I, it's amazing. And like you said, I mean, you have all this, you had the garment information, you had the soaking information, you had uh, a little background on Mormons that I didn't even know about. I, like, I need to read more things to, to really get a full picture here. I mean, there is a lot of research. Uh, well, I do. I do think that that's the there are two sides to this. And they're sort of the angles that you and I have each taken. And one is like what you said, which is sort of this like mindless participation in this drama. And I just texted a friend yesterday. 
I got to start some drama because things are getting stale. And luckily, <laughs> if she, if, if Taylor Frankie Paul continues to start drama for me, then I don't have to blow up my own life, which is which is a real help. And I think sure. that, that that really is part of being an influencer on TikTok. That and that is, is true. Is, that wow. brings in my interest in it in the like continued documentation of Mormon culture, which is that as we yes. as we continue to hop from social platform to social platform and what we've like now done is officially so, there are still definitely Mormon Instagram influencers. Right. But the aesthetic and the goal is so different. Like on TikTok, yeah. you can't just post pity pretty pictures. You can't just cultivate an idyllic life. You have to lip sync, even if it's not good. You have to learn dance moves. And most importantly, you have to entertain. And right. that is what Taylor Frankie Paul is doing. Yeah, And I kind of, this is so dark of me, but I just see it as a power play of, you know, she has this big group of women. They're all the mom talkers. And now she's the mom talker. She's the you mom know, talker. We That's spent such a good time point. at the beginning of this podcast talking about her before we ever got to the other women. She's the main character. She is the axis around which all this drama spends. And she did that. She <laughs> She did that. And also, she did that. I, I find it interesting because, like I said, I've been looking through her entire feed. It's like we've got like fit girl to TikTok here. You know, we've got like her putting her kids on TikTok to do tutorials. We've got like she has this she does hair tutorial or like, hair oh, masks, Amelia. like get ready oh, with Amelia. me stuff. The one that I hope more than anything is a joke where she is like, she's like trolling us and leading us on are the ones where she's washing her hair. Oh my gosh. There are a lot. The caption is always hair. like nine days since last yes! wash. Yes. And you might be imagining how is Taylor Frankie Paul washing her, filming herself, washing her hair in the shower. Oh, she's not. She is dunking her 12 foot long. Her hair is to her butt. <laughs> it's so long. It's so, it's so long. long. She yeah. dunks it into a bathtub shampoos it, dunks her shampooed hair to get rid of the dirt in it into the water into the and then water. proceeds to like condition it, deep condition yep. it, do a hair mask in the dirty water. Which she shows us at the end of the TikTok and it's like the water is a different color. It's gray. There's hair in it. It's so disgusting. She is such a troll. She really is fascinating because I think like on a surface level, when you talk about it, it, it kind of just makes her sound like, well, a liar for one, but also someone who's been pretty reckless with her life and her friends' emotions and her own family life. But she's also incredibly savvy at at creating a story. She really, I mean, the, she's resilient. She's tried every angle. And you know what? She already had a lot of followers, I think, before this went super viral. But now yeah, she's got even millions. more. She's, I mean, maybe she, maybe she is 50. Maybe she's like that girl in the horror movie Orphan. Like, oh I just God. feel like there's more life experience inside <laughs> of her for her to be haunting us like this. That's so funny. Well, you know, she's uh, out here cosplaying the girl from The Ring because, she, you know, like you said, she says her yeah. house is haunted and she's got yeah. she's given us several TikToks with evidence and she's pretending to be Samira or whatever her name is. And um, it's fat. Do you see? OK, so if she's not really going on 
Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which I honestly think might have been one of her goals. I don't know. Maybe one day she'll get there. Listen, it's in a conversation <laughs> in a different Zoom somewhere else. We're not the only really ones talking true. about That's it. I'm point. sure there are some more official people than us talking about it right now. <laughs> it's really true. But if she's <laughs> not... Do you see... And I... um, If you don't mind, I would like your... Because I know you have thoughts on this. Um, Her maybe being on The Bachelor... Oh my gosh, Amelia. Why are you trying to haunt me with Taylor Frankie Paul like this? <laughs> it has to be. Oh, yeah, you're right. You know, I did express to you that I have thoughts about this, which when mm-hmm. you were like, why do you know so many random <laughs> Mormon things? I was like, I don't know. This fascination has gone on for a long time. One of my favorite pastimes was trying to find what I call I secret that. Mormons. I on love that. The Bachelor and Bachelorette franchise. Because you convinced me. They're not keeping it a secret, I don't think. But for some reason, the Bachelor franchise is keeping it a secret from us. Like sure, when someone sure. like you just it's basically if someone's from Utah, you're like, are there are they Mormon? And they usually are, or at least have some ties to the LDS church. Um, I she absolutely not. Are you kidding me? On wannabe cookie cutter bachelor, are they gonna put this soft swinger. Listen, like, they the, the bachelor will define soaking over its dead body. <laughs> and it will never die. So I mean no, they milk the crap out of that. uh Victoria P or no Victoria, one of the Victorias on Peter's season. Remember when she broke up the marriages? Allegedly, allegedly. That's true. Victoria F. Victoria allegedly F, broke what... <laughs> upwards of six marriages <laughs> in Virginia. Yeah. Wow, right. what a time. And it only made Pilot Pete love her more. It truly. They loved that. I mean, we got blurred faces. We got like a you know, voice it changer. Would be, it was incredible. There, one thing that The Bachelor does love is like a reformed or like a born-again Christian. Or yes. they used to love that. They, uh, yeah, Sean totally. was a born-again oh Christian. God. And they, yeah. they really loved that. Him. And so it could uh-huh. really create like a, a narrative around redemption. Redemption. And, they love a redemption story. Yeah. But surely that would have to be a few years down the road. That's true. That's true. But I see I, her. I see her more on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City than okay. I do on on The Bachelor. Maybe they could start like a like a real like a Salt Lake City Juniors division. Oh, I would love that. Maybe uh, channel her through. I don't. I don't watch Summer House, but I feel like right. those are kind of like JV leaguers. Or maybe you know? they could just put all these gals in a room together mm. with a therapist and film it and call that a reality show wow. and see how they can mend these friendships. <laughs> I would love that. I, I feel like we at least need to get her on, like, watch what happens live, you know? Well, that's true. She'll be the bartender by tomorrow. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Oh, my serving, God. Serving big gulps to everybody. <laughs> that's Wait, do we want to briefly talk about... Um, another thing that I learned is that Besides Mormon TikTok, there's a whole TikTok devoted to I, I I'm assuming Mormons because a lot of them do not drink alcohol. Um, uh, the culture of drinking sodas in Utah. Um, <laughs> and Jody Amelia is laughing because I did I did I am a professional. I did come to this pop pop culture history lesson prepared, and one thing that we learned in our research and that we already knew from Lisa Barlow is that. 
Despite Mormons not being supposed to drink caffeine, I think, in, in older Mormon law, um, they're, it's a big soda culture. And Huge. they have drive through soda right. shops. There, you can look at Taylor Frankie Paul's TikTok and see her, one of her TikToks features all the mom talkers and they're all holding yes. big cups from the, a place called Sips. Sti- yes, yes. Oh my God. I, I want to go to Utah so bad to try this. Uh, but you know what, Amelia? It's just soda. <laughs> I know, but there's something special about it. But the one thing that's it. not just soda that we learned <laughs> during our research is that yeah. it is a trend to put half and half cream yes. into your soda. And I did say that I would try this on air. So in this audio medium, please, I want to, I want Amelia to be able to see it. I don't think she's going to be able to. I want you to imagine that I am pouring half and half into a Coke Zero with Oh, and your face <laughs> Which is I am doing. giving me all oh, the chills. I was afraid it was going to curdle, but it actually okay. just looks oh. like iced coffee. It does look like iced coffee. Okay, and now I'm going to try it. Wow, that it. is really light. It honestly tastes great. Oh, my God. It oh tastes great. I'm not, have you ever had a root beer float? <laughs> you know, at the end when it's That's melted so and it's just root that... beer and ice cream. Yes. It's not as sweet as that because the half and half isn't sweet. <laughs> It's so creamy. I may have put too much half and half in it, but it does taste good. I bet it would taste really good with root beer or Dr. Pepper. Oh my God. That sounds so delicious. I can't imagine a context in which I would want a cold... Uh, okay. I don't know. Like, it's it's like dessert. It's Yeah, I it mean, it's like you like said, dessert. it's like a, the end of a, a root beer float. That sounds and nice. And I guess if I were, like, trying to get my six-pack in order, then maybe, like, a Diet Coke with a splash of half and half would be a, you know, real... <laughs> nice little treat. Healthy little treat. <laughs> and with that, I do oh believe we have debriefed all of the mom talk culture <sighs> we could possibly debrief. Oh, it was wonderful. It was fun. I, I appreciate you so much for doing You said you would do it and you're doing it. You're drinking it. Your face doesn't seem super excited <laughs> about drinking it. It was good on the first but, sip and now I'm like, now oh, is this going to make me sick? <laughs> yeah, probably. You're probably going yeah, to throw yeah, up after probably. this. Yeah, probably not going to feel <laughs> yeah. great. <laughs> well, thank you so much to my willing co-host, Jody Walker, for uh, chatting about Taylor Frankie Paul, Mormonism, um, and soda, as well as thank you to our producer, Devin Manzi. Uh, thank you for listening to this riv- honestly riveting, if I say so myself, um, episode of Pop Culture History Lesson. I guess it's more of a pop culture history breaking news um, episode. I would say it is half soda current events and half cream history. That's that's perfect. Which has that's come what together to make a delicious and possibly <laughs> sickening treat. Thanks. <laughs> Say no more. Exactly. Um, thank you all for listening, and please stay tuned for more from Ringer Dish. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. 
You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.